Is that like yeah, a my stomach hurt. So, yeah, I think they're inventing a new thing. The Sushi Wednesday. <laughs> there is no such thing as Sushi Wednesday. It's just some shit we made up. Hey, I'll, 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 I'll send you a photo of it. It's legit. A photo of what? Your sushi? Sushi that says Sushi Wednesday on it. Wait, did you get this from H-E-B as usual? Yes, the, the dude made it there. Look, look, look. We already have determined that you're number five in the country as far as the grocery stores. Let's 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 stop talking about H E B. Wow, this guy's got pure hate. Pure hate, hate for the best grocery hater store hater. on earth. Anyway, stop drinking that hater aid. The day is Wednesday, March the twenty second. One third today is twenty third, right? Twenty four now. Dang, it's twenty four. Jeez. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Episode number what, Chris? Six hundred and two. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. No, six sixty-two. Sixty-two today. All right. We got myself, Sarah, and that H E B lover on the on the line today. Hello. Hey. What's up? It's a full full cast back in action. Yeah. Where Where is your camera, at, Chris? Why is it you always got problems? I just want to. Know. Oh, I don't have problems. I just didn't didn't feel like. Plugging it in, charging it up, seeing if it works. I haven't actually tried it since we moved over to the installed Discord program, the Windows 64 API. I'm going to try it one day. I think it would probably work a lot better than uh, last time when it was crashing out and I couldn't see you guys. You know what? I just thought about it. I didn't have no headset on, so I got to fix that later, huh? <laughs> Fun time. Welcome to my life every day. I had like story time real quickly, but we just started though. But like I had. It took me two and a half hours to get back. So I went north on 75 at four o'clock. That was a bad idea. Then I go to Best Buy. Couldn't use my rewards points. Had problems with the register. Then I went to Micro Center. Took forever to get out of Micro Center. Try to go to Freebirds. Let me tell you about Freebirds, right? I know, Chris, (laughs) that's your favorite place. But it's funny because I was like, I get my my burrito, my bowl. I get a bowl. I'm like, cool. Let me get this bowl. I go to pay for it. Can't find my card. I'm like, shit. Where's my card? It. And so we going back and forth. He's like, you got you got cash app. You got that Venmo. You can. Do-. Like, no. Nah, you know what? I got this Samsung phone though. Let me try to do Samsung Pay. We ain't got that. Wait, why? Why does every time you go to a place and you say you got a phone, you're gonna pay for something? They they turn into a Jamaican. We ain't got none that or some shit. I don't understand. Uh, their, their machines take that shit. They just don't want to do it. They don't really yeah. know. I don't think they know because like Samsung Pay works just like a card. It has that the NFC reader, not the reader, but it has the the strip that's built into the phone. That's why I love Samsung phones. You can use it anywhere that a card reader is working yep. uh, versus Google Pay. So I would never I would never at this point not get a Samsung phone just for that reason forever. Well, did you try it on the register? Did you force their hand? Yeah, or? I did. It was like, let me try. It's like, it ain't gonna work. We ain't got none that. I was like, yep, let me try it. He's like, all right, go ahead. And I did. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you just saw the same thing. That dude was like, he did. He came around the corner, dapped me up. He was like, man, you just, man, we wouldn't believe us, bro. We wouldn't believe us. <laughs> They're going to put a sign up at everything. We accept Samsung Pay. That's cool. This That's man showed us the way. Put a picture of Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's the hero of free birds. Yeah, he is. Looking out for the little people. I think we were, we were talking about free birds versus Chipotle before. Did, were you on oh, that yeah. episode, Sarah? Yes. And I'm, I can't I, remember how I'm long involved. ago that was, but 
I can't either, but I do remember the conversation and I'm all for free birds. Oh, I, I, after that episode, I immediately went, since it was on my mind, we went to Chipotle <laughs> in San Antonio. We drove out there and we're looking for something. <laughs> like, you know, we were just talking about this. Let's get a burrito. We got hooked up, but I had the issue where I sent, I sent Jeff one of the videos. Someone, someone was making fun of Chipotle where they pile on like four pounds of rice two pounds of beans oh and they get to the chicken oh and they give you just a little bit of chicken and they, they, they won't go back to it, put no extra on there. They'll give what's you something else, but not the chicken. What's funny is the, mm -hmm. the, the lady that was making my, my bowl was like, we ain't Chipotle. We got you. We can take care of you. I was like, man, I love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try them next time. Awesome. They, gave, they gave Sylvia two scoops of chicken. I'm right behind her. I get one, one measly scoop of chicken. And that chicken like falls all over the place, and you can still see the rice and the beans. I was like, "No, yeah. cover that shit up. I want to want to have it solid." But it <laughs> is what it is. Sometimes, sometimes you get a cool server. Sometimes they want they want to charge you for that extra meat. I know, I know. It just depends. Funny fact, though, like I actually worked with a friend who worked in the catering business, and they said that's like they lay that out specifically, so you'll get like the cheaper items, like beans and rice first, and like fill your bowl up with that versus like the. Oh, that's that's tricky. Have you ever been I to Genghis Genghis Grill? Yeah. Oh, that's good. No, I've seen people go to Genghis Grill and try to like take advantage of that system where they try to make the really? bowl like four feet tall. Because <laughs> whatever you fit in the bowl, you just pay for the bowl size. Right. So people exactly. are like trying to do a balancing act, put six eggs on there and just like have the that's meat just like going to the top of the world and now then they gotta give it to the dude to cook on the griddle. Yeah. That's funny that people, people try to do yeah. a food pyramid. Like I've yeah. never seen like it's funny trying to balance like noodles and an egg and all the toppings and meat and everything and then another egg on top of it. It's funny. If they let you do it though, it's like it's a meal yeah. hack. If you can get it to them and not drop it on the floor, then you pay ten bucks. <laughs> I feel like that's your reward. <laughs> Is you pay the you pay the flat fee if you can manage to keep it all in one place, not drop it. Hell yeah. We call no. it food jinga. Nobody wants to pay yeah. for two bowls, man. <laughs> Hell no. Speaking of food from earlier, me and this fool got to arguing about Thousand Island. I'm going to ask Sarah. I'm going to let Sarah take it from here. Like, seriously. Have you, do you, have you ever had Thousand Island dressing before, Sarah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had it. It's what do you think goes yeah. in it? I don't know if I want to know. I want to know. I really want to know. I, I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it similar though? It, here's the question though. I've always heard it called either Thousand Island dressing or it's like French dressing. Is that a thing? Oh, it's not French your... dressing. That's for sure. French dressing okay. is very different than that. That's, that's for sure. That's what I thought. But for some reason, I, I guess because they're <laughs> I must, like, it was my family. So, like, most of my family is like very country bumpkin. So, <laughs> like, they're, if they're not country bumpkin, then they're like, you know, they're mi familia. So, they don't know anything about dressing. So, gotcha. like, they, they always said like French dress. Oh, it's Thousand Island dressing or French dressing. They're pretty okay. the same. So we got the we got into an argument about Thousand Island dressing, right? Because everybody everybody has this little special sauce. So Burger King has a special sauce. McDonald's got the Bur the Big Mac with the special sauce in it. Mm. We got to arguing about what was in it. Like this fool here doesn't know that mustard goes in Thousand Island dressing. Like it does. It always don't though. Sometimes but it, it do. But it, it do though. That's the problem. We were talking about In and Out. He was complaining about In and Out being too mustardy. I was like, hmm, I don't, I don't get that flavor from that. I don't get that flavor profile from that. So I, I, oh, 
I, I, that's what I meant to tell you. I figured out what that was now. What I forget is when you get an animal style burger, they fry the hamburger in mustard. It actually, if you go look at how they do it, they can they fry the hamburger in mustard, then put the thousand dressing on it, which is the reason why I thought it had a lot of mustard in it because they fried their burger. They get you don't have to get it that way, but I think that's the real savage animal style is covered in mustard. <laughs> I hadn't heard about that one, but maybe that's where you got the extra flavor from because we looked up there, their <laughs> Thousand Island dressing, and it's like uh, sweet pickle relish, mayo, ketchup, and some vinegar. But I've seen other ones. I did see other ones that had like some mustard mix. So I guess you can have it different ways depending on where you're from. But I was like, what? This mustard flavor? I don't, I don't get that from that. Usually I get the animal style double double over in and outs if I'm feeling like having a bad day. But that's the only way to make their burgers taste a little bit better. Yeah, that animal style, that's savage, bro. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. It's just savage. It's just yeah, wrong in all kind of ways. <laughs> I mean, I might do the animal style for the fries just because that's kind of like, it's like a chili cheese fry almost, but like with. It's a chili nasty thing. fry? What the hell? It's such uh, a delicious fries. fry. Do we all agree their fries are the worst? Thin little pieces of cardboard? <laughs> I will have to agree. The only it's way terrible. I can eat them. The only way I can eat them is like drowned in something. <laughs> I love the burger, but you're right. Them fries are bad. Like, McDonald's, we know McDonald's french fries are not really fries. It's made of some kind of carbonate space material. We know this. Yeah. But at least they taste good when they're hot. Like, it's one of the few places I've gone, and they'd be like, you want fries? Hell no, I don't want no fries. <laughs> Just give yeah. me the burger. I'll buy, I'll buy the combo. Keep the fries. I don't need that shit. But what's funny, they, they start out with fresh ingredients just like Five Guys, but then they both come out with way, way different fries at the very end of the process. So I don't know how mm-hmm. the hell in and out turns a real potato into that nasty shit and five guys turns it into like a godlike side item. That reminds me of when you you remember when you basically was gonna boycott Wendy's when they changed oh, they, their fries. They changed their fries. I was so upset. <laughs> they, he went, they used to have French fries that were basically like McDonald's, kind of close to it, right? And they went to this natural potato cut. Called. He was Mad. I mean, big mad. He was mad, mad. <laughs> big mad. They changed it overnight. And we're like, what is this new flavor? This is totally different. This ain't Wendy's. They're trying to do some fancy recipe stuff and big old sea salt chunks or something Himalayan shit on there. I don't know what it was, but it, it wasn't good. But I think now, whatever they do now, maybe they backed off that a little bit or switched it up. They're okay these days, but it was a big culture shock. We went there one day and the fries were all upside down and different. Chris, what is that up with you and duking it out with fast food joints like Taco Bell, <laughs> Wendy's? Like you just wanna, you just wanna come for we go all back. <laughs> Man, we, we got we got history. I wanted to come for Taco Bell when they got rid of my potatoes as, as an item. They finally just brought them back. But yeah, I was I I have a I don't know. I get I get deep with these fast food companies. <laughs> I think we have a good relationship, and then they they switch it up on me, and they they betray me, and it's just terrible. So and then I have to I have to tell them about they it. Break that trust. They break that trust. <laughs> yeah, it's all this relationship, this customer, uh, company relationships, all built on trust. And when they betray that, it, it's a terrible thing. A sad day. Uh, all because you don't like any kind of change. That's all sad. No, I'm, I'm about big change all day. <laughs> Proponent of change. You're just getting used to it. That's what you got to do. But did you like? Did you see the Snyder cut, everybody? Because I seen it. No. Uh, no, 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 no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. Uh, I'm, we're, so it's we're only four hours end. long. You've had like five days to do it. Come on. 
Well, I, that's why I'm waiting for the weekend because I don't like, I want to make sure like I don't have like anything else going on. I'm not going to drink anything before. <laughs> so I don't have to take breaks in the middle. I could just watch it through. I know it's yeah, there's no intermission. Time. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, there, I, know I mean, there is broken them into parts. You can just pause it at the part and then do what you need to do and come back. That's what I did. I did the same exact thing. It was I think I did the first hour and a half, so I made it through parts one through three. Yeah, I think there's six parts total. Oh. So they do have those little uh, chapter cards that come up. So those are like good spots to pause it and break. But I think if you can make it through most of it, like either two nights back to back or like all the way through where it's clear and concise, it, it's the best. But I won't spoil anything for it. I'll wait till everybody sees the whole thing. But I got to say, it it was thousands of times better than the original one that came out a few years back. The story makes more sense. They have way longer and more detailed scenes with all these characters that they like cut out in the previous version. So everybody gets more screen time. Everything is more clear. Uh, the backstory is better on the side characters, where some previous side characters that were just left in the, in the back were kind of brought to the forefront and give more time and more relevance to the story. So it, it was leading up to some great things. It's just too bad that what they did with this one. And it, whoa, I don't know what that noise was. But what they did with this one, they're what not going to. What was that? What is happening? <laughs> I think there's alien invasion. Um, <laughs> sorry. They're not, they're not going to let uh, Snyder keep going with this and, and make more movies that are connected to how he ended this one. This is all a one-off, all self-contained. So when you finish it, don't get too excited that they're going to bring a sequel to this. And you're going to see what happens next because there's, there's some uh, nice threads that he left open for potential stuff in the future. But since Warner Brothers are on their way with going with Batman and everybody else, they're not going to let this guy jump back into it. True. But like, I, so I did hear that. I did hear it was kind of setting up things for like the Snyder version that, that may never come into fruition, but that they were there anyway. They kind of kept them in there, um, I guess, for fun. But regardless, this was going to be always better, right? Because it was Snyder's vision to begin with. That the Snyder cut version was always going to be better than the original cut we got. I was, I was, I mean, it couldn't be worse. It, I mean, it could be, but. I mean, or they got four hours. Like I was telling Chris, like more time to develop a story is better all the time. Nobody wants to sit through a four hour movie, but if you got character development and you get a chance to see where they were going, cause like I'm with him on the part, like the, the hour or so that I've seen the, the story the how it flows is a lot better. You can understand where they were going why they were fighting people, why this happened. It makes more sense this way because it's kind of like, it's almost like when they made the first one, it was like, oh, people are not going to care about that. They just want to see the fighting part. They're not going to care about why they got here or what happened, you know, four months back. Now it's like you add it back in. It's like, oh, now that actually makes some damn sense. I like, wh where was this the first time around? Yeah, they especially give more time to Cyborg and Flash, which in the previous movie, they were just kind of there for a little bit, did a few things in some action scenes, but they're critical like to this whole story of, of what Snyder was putting together. And yeah, of course it should definitely be better than the other one because this is what he wanted to make and wanted to release, but they were trying to force him to do a two hour cut even back then before he dropped out of the movie. And then the rest of it got taken over and chopped together. But it's too bad that 
he didn't get to go through this one and make the five movies he wanted to do and you know flesh out the Snyderverse a little bit more. That this this would have been like fantastic. This would have got way better reviews back in the day. If he, even if he broke this up into two separate movies and they let them take their time with the Justice League and build it up, we'd be talking about all different things right now of where DC was versus Marvel, rather where it is today. So it's just too bad, but I'm glad it got got made on HBO, even though they spent like 70 million plus on this special, just HBO only cut when they originally okay. told him it was going to be like, Oh, here's $30 million. You can cut it back together. But then they had CG new scenes and brought the actors back. So they did a lot of stuff on this one. It was pretty, pretty amazing. that They let him go, you know, full on to whatever he wanted to do pretty much. I'll be interested to know too. Like if the, I don't know if they will, but if they'll kind of like kind of talk about the numbers afterwards, if, if I've heard on the back end, I highly recommend it. If you have not seen the YouTube channel, Midnight's Edge, it is amazing. They talk about like the business of the movies a lot of times. And like uh, they had mentioned that the numbers were great as far as like HBO Max, like new subscribers and like people watching it and engaging with it. Like they said it did amazingly well. So, I mean, yeah, I think this is what I think the whole the whole thing was really unprecedented anyway. Because Snyder, you know, what director gets like free reign ever over their own movie, you know, without producers or direct or um, producers or like uh, production companies getting in the way. Like it was kind of amazing that we got this Snyder cut. Yeah, all off a of Twitter hashtag too. That's pretty incredible. I know. Yeah, well, the Twitter hashtag um, can Josh Whedon. I mean, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're working on that. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But he, they also uh, are asking now, the fans are trying to start a big campaign for the David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad since he also was interfered with a lot and his movie was chopped up to bits and either David Ayer or other people involved with it said there were a lot more scenes that were filmed, especially with the Joker. The storyline was kind of fleshed out also more than what the Suicide Squad came out with. And it was like a totally different tone. And they said it was much better, but it was probably a longer cut and not, not what the studio was going for. So they chopped it up and released that garbage that we had as Suicide Squad. But they came out and specifically said they're not going to let David Ayer recut his movie. There won't be no Ayer cut <laughs> right now. So they have to, they have, they have to keep, keep pushing it on Twitter. We got to get it trending again. Try to get that one made too in another year and a half. Um, do we really want to see um, a new cut of that movie? Like, do we really want to see that again? If like, it, seriously, if it can work out better like this did. I would say yes. I'm, I'm all for like give, give the directors their power, especially if there's all these rumors that the studio cut out a bunch of scenes and left everything on the cutting room floor and changed their vision for the movie. Go back and give them a shot. Give them fifty million dollars. Put it on HBO Max. It ain't my money. I'll watch it though. <laughs> well, there, see that there, there's a thing. It ain't my money, but I'll watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care if someone else spends a hundred million dollars on recutting it together. I'll just I'll hit play when it comes out for free. But you said the numbers are pretty good. Uh, People said that's that saying yeah. What what was it? Um, this one did 1.8 million views so far on on its debut, and it's second right behind Wonder Woman that did a little over two million. So for a movie that was hyped up, released on Christmas Day, a big time sequel for Wonder Woman versus this four hour movie. That was a, a fan, you know, pushed campaign to have it recut together and is only on HBO Max. That's pretty impressive with no theatrical release and stuff that it still had those kind of numbers up there. So hopefully mm-hmm. it translates to some more subscribers and they keep pushing stuff like this and it's, it's good for them. So they're not pissed off that they spend that much money on them. 
Exactly. And I don't know, maybe it'll, I mean, I doubt it because they are business people at the end of the day, but like maybe it'll allow like more directors to kind of get more, at least a little more reign over their own movies. Be like, oh, wow, this actually turned out better than when we interfered. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, you would hope they think that, but business people, they tend to. Uh, of course not. They, they don't think that. These pencil pushers are going to mess up another movie and then we're going to have another release, you know, the Tom Cotton cut or somebody like that. I don't Who's know. Tom just, Cotton? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about some random ass name. I think it's a senator. Okay. I think he's a peach of shit senator. <laughs> okay. I just don't. I, I just want to be careful looking up things. Yeah. Don't bring it back. We're, we're, trying to move, we're trying to move on from that. We're not well, trying to north or south this episode. No north south, but yes, um, I think they're always going to be, especially like, especially seeing this fact that Warner Brothers just announced they're going back into theaters like in 2022. Anyway, they're going to, of course, still interfere with stuff. I mean, that's what they do. It's the people with the money give money, and then the people that gave money says, "This is what I want you to do." That's just how it works. Right. Well, and I'm not expecting like four hour cuts of movies because I mean, well, I mean, they're going to have to turn over the theaters, right? Like rush people in and out, and like, excuse me, I'm not dirty. Get that, get that handkerchief away from me. Drain <laughs> or something. How dare I'm, I'm, you? I'm wiping away the dirt. No I'm kidding. Continue on. <laughs> but like, uh, the, so like four hour movies, I'm not expecting in theaters because a people may not want to sit through all of that outside the comfort of their own home, and it's really hard to turn a theater that way, right? They have to have so many showings per day of a movie yeah, to make yeah. a profit. So, want to make that money. That's true. Oh yeah, it's all about that green. So like I I don't but maybe maybe down the line maybe influence to have them more directors cut like a little longer. Who knows? I'm I don't down know. For that. I'm all for I mean, I think that'd be interesting. I, I'm all for them releasing two versions, uh theatrical and a you gonna piss your pants version. You know, I'm all for it. <laughs> I probably won't always go for the piss your pants version because look. I believe a lot. I started watching that movie and I it was like watching act part one. I was like, okay, cool. I've been watching this an hour. And then I looked and I was like, it's been 30 minutes. Like, wait, what? <laughs> then I was like, okay, let me go do part two. Yeah, hey, part two, pretty good, pretty good. It's been I know it's been like an hour and a half. It's been 45 minutes. Wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's my problem. That's why I didn't finish it because literally it feels like I was watching that movie for eight hours and I literally only made it through one and a half. No, it feels like a long time for sure, especially the first hour 45 or so until you get to that back half, those last two hours, those really fly. Those go bam, 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 bam. Stuff, stuff is just happening. It's flowing better. And I, I actually watched the first two hours twice because I was watching it on my own, kind of split up a little bit because I thought Sylvia wouldn't be into it. I thought she was like, oh, I don't want to watch this Superman shit. But she wanted to see it. So we rewound the whole thing, started it over, watched it all the way through at once. And yeah, those first two hours, they're. Definitely slower than the backup. They slog on just a little bit. But you said Warner Brothers is going back into theaters, which is cool for them and cool for theaters coming back to life. But I mean, they're in theaters now, day and date with these HBO Max releases that just pissed all the actors off and all the studios off for this year mm-hmm. that run those movie theaters. But we're still going to benefit from that throughout the rest of this year with Godzilla and Mortal Kombat and all these other. Yeah. Films, what's that? Dune, anything that doesn't get delayed till 2022 yeah. is going to be day and date on HBO Max. But then in well, 2022, I, they said they're going to go back to the 45 day delay once it hits theater. So 
It'll be on HBO Max, but just, you know, a month and a half later. I didn't read it all through, but what, did, wasn't Disney Plus saying they were doing going to do the same thing, something similar for this year? They were going, because they, because I knew a lot of people were said, no, you are not going to put Black Widow on Disney Plus and release it there. It is. Right. They, and it's releasing in theaters the same day. Right. Right. right? But they, 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 they fought it for a long time, though. They fought the hell out of that. Oh, I know they yeah. did. Yeah, Faggy said he didn't want any of the Disney Marvel movies to come out on that service with the Disney Plus premium mm-hmm. stuff. So it's, it's going to be $30. So it depends on how many people are watching it and if you want to pay that $30 for that day one access. But I think it's a three month delay after you pay the 30 bucks before it goes free on Disney Plus. So Black Widow got moved from, was it May to June? No, May to July, I think. And then yeah, Eternals sense. got bumped a little bit. And then there's like another Spider Man movie. There's like three or four movies supposed to hit this year. But they, they shuffled them around a little bit, but I think they're still going to be on the schedule with all the Disney Plus Marvel shows. In the right, I, got a, right. I got a question about that, by the way, because th- this is something that I don't think anybody has ever brought up. When you pay the $30 for your, your movie from Disney, do you keep it? Is it yours or is it just a rental? Because, no, it's, yours. it's yours. Okay. That, that, I think that was always the part that I never knew because like, you pay $15 in most places at this point, like, let's just be honest. You're paying like $15 to go to a movie nowadays. Um, you're paying $30 to have the movie. Like that's all I wasn't, I was never sure about how that actually worked. Yeah. I just, I just read about that in the last week or so. Cause people were asking the same question. Like, is this a 24 hour rental for 30 bucks? And once I hit play, it's done. But it is the situation where you're, you're buying a digital copy basically until it goes free on Disney plus so you can watch as many times as you want for three months. But if you have a bunch of kids and stuff and it would cost you $75 to go to the theater, that 30 bucks yeah, for some people yeah. is going to be like easy. That's, that's the right answer right there. Yeah. For that's some people, right. it's going to be a very good discount. And then for other people, it is more than you would have spent. Like single people, you're going to be spending double what you would normally pay. <laughs> no, you better call your friends over and have like a, a, a collection at the door. <laughs> <pay for> this. <laughs> like uh, we, we taking five dollar donations at the door. You remember doing that back in the day for, for UFC, WWF events oh, man. in the 90s, like trying to get your friends. Can we cover this $50, $60 pay-per-view? Yes, I think we lost a lot of friends because somebody didn't have money that day. And oh, they didn't yeah. bring their money and pay up. So, He's yes. Bringing up the average rate. Like, you knew before you got here, it was going to be $10 a head to get on this, this pay-per-view, watch this Stone Cold <laughs> do this stunner, and you show up with no money. It's a problem. Yeah, we, everybody's looking at you with the side eye the rest of the night. That man didn't pay his way. Well, speaking of stuff that paid his way, I, I, and I know, I, I think Sarah may actually have some background on this, or she may not even know. We'll see. There was a leak earlier um, this week that Sony will be shutting down the PS3 store, the Vita store, and the PSP store at the end of July. Mm-hmm. Now, this comes from some credible sources. It's not, it's not me. I'm not pulling this out of my ass, I swear. I, I didn't make it up, I promise. <laughs> no, it's pretty but, credible. At this point. Yeah, it's pretty credible at this point that they're going to the, announce at the end of this month that they will shut down the PSP store and the PS3 store in july and then in august september october somewhere in the area shutting down the vita store since it is slightly newer hardware than the other two i mean i i haven't heard anything about it but i'm not surprised no 
You lie. We don't believe you. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, with the release of like the PS5 and like Xbox Series X and oh, we uh, we might be having technical. Please hold. Oh, Jeff is back. <laughs> I, know. What? What's Jeff? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. It was just a little weird there. Um, but no, with the release of PS5, the Xbox Series X, and like Switch is still going strong. I mean, then are we surprised that they're gonna like ease out the the you not know, surprised? I'm surprised. Generation? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not mad. Just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like any parent would be. I, so here, this is what this brings up to me, right? So this is a two part story. Am I surprised? No. We knew that eventually it would shut it down. But the PS3 was the first digital console. That generation is the first mostly you're buying most of your stuff digitally. You close a store down. So it, there's some ripple effects that happen. Now, again, this is not official yet because they haven't reported it. This is coming from the leak. Is that you shut down the store. You can no longer buy these digital copy of, game, of games. And this is the first digital console. When the PS2 went out, you could, you could still pick up physical copies. You can still pick up physical copies of the PS3. But when the PS3 came out, probably 40% maybe, wouldn't you say? Or that's about right, Chris. Like 40% of sales were, were digital, where now they're like 80% or 90% almost. Yeah, it wasn't quite halfway yet, but it was the generation where that uptick happened a lot from the very beginning to the end of that with the PS3 360. People got way more comfortable with buying stuff digitally. So a lot of people have huge digital libraries that if you shut down the store, those licenses don't get refunded to you. You don't get a credit on your PSN account. You don't get a, a, a physical disc mailed out to you. If you don't download those and have those on your console, they're just inaccessible forever. And then you'd also never be able to buy a new console if your PS3 broke and then go re-download all your stuff because the stores just closed down. But I think it, it shows a big difference between Sony and Microsoft playing this whole backwards compatible game a lot, a lot differently from each other, where Microsoft has made a lot of effort to bring everything from the very first generation from 2001, Xbox, uh, 360, everything. You can purchase all that. You can buy those games. They're all backwards compatible for a, a large chunk of that library. And all that's respected and stored on your one profile across like all the generations. And on Sony's side, the PS5 is kind of its own thing. It's got some hacked in, strange uh, PS4 backwards compatibility that's really messy. And then beyond that, there's no PS3 store uh, on the PS4, PS5. There's no PS2 store. Or you got some backwards compatibility games, but there's mm-hmm. there's no way to migrate that forward. You can't get your Vita stuff. Yeah. Your your PSP stuff kind of synced up to your PS5 and like download that stuff. They're just shutting down the store if they do this. They're not giving us an option of like where else are we going to get that stuff. They're just yeah. saying bye. Sorry about you. And that yeah. brings up the whole the whole thing about video game preservation and being able to do that stuff. You it doesn't right. exist when you shut it down. Now there is another part of the story that most people are not thinking of. It, so that's why I want to wait for them to officially say it because. You shut down a store. Yes, you can't go buy a new game. Okay, whatever. You download your games, download your system, you got them. Get you a 20, 27 uh, terabyte hard drive and put it on there. What happens if you got to update a game? Because the stores are tied to the updates and the DLCs and all those pieces of licensing. You're done. That's, 
that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the problem. But it's like, okay, we shut the store down. You, if you got, let's just say you got Ridge Racer version 1.0, you need to update that to 3.0. There's no <laughs> store to update it at this point. Like, unless those patches are delivered off to a different server and they're going to keep mm-hmm. that up, if it's all tied to the store and it goes down, and you just downloaded the, the old version on, on your digital hard drive and you go to launch something and it's the one that's buggy before all the patches, doesn't have all the features in it, you're just sitting there, you're stuck on an old game unless you buy, a, even if you buy a physical disc, yep. physical ones needed patches too. So if you're, if you're locked out of that completely, you're, you're mega screwed. That's, that's, that's a shitty situation to be in. Yes, people, we're finally in that conundrum that we thought we never would be in. We're, the digital oh. age conundrum has began. Oh, yeah, this is bad news. Well, and the thing is, if anything is surprising about it to me, I'm surprised that they would put it on such a short time frame. But they're like, oh, yeah, it'll probably be the, like, if the leak is saying the end of July or so, mm-hmm. then I'm surprised that they didn't give them, like, a, like, everybody, like, a full year or something, you know? I'm surprised they're closing down this year of all, of all time. Since, I mean, we're still in the pandemic. True, but the no. PS3 has been out for 15 years at this point. So it's the, to them, it's kind of like word word on the street was people are looking for old games. Old, yeah. Like they're they're looking out every console. They're pulling out every console they got. Right. Everything they got because they they're bored and at home. I was having so. the same conversation. The funny the funny thing. I think the reason why the PS3 is still somewhat hot still to this day because nobody's looking for a 360 nobody not not one soul i think the difference was when the ps3 came out it was such a bad launch of the game that the actual momentum of the system didn't happen until the very tail end of the system yeah so it elongated yes elongated man elongated the (laughs) length of time before people stopped using i have a ps3 i still play my ps3 to this day i don't even have a ps4 i still have a ps3 and i still use it yeah, I've got one sitting here with a lot of games. In the nobody, nobody wants to talk to you because you but, just do buy stuff and nobody ever. But yeah, it. I'm a perfect example of someone. I'm a victim of what's about to happen when they shut these stores down. Because unless I go and fill up all these external hard drives with all my licenses on PS3, those games are just in the trash and gone because they, they don't really yeah. have a lot of support for backwards compatibility unless you buy that uh, PS Now subscription and stream them. You can't just download those games natively. So there's a ton of stuff on there that I never finished. Of course, that's my history. I never finished stuff, but there's a lot of PS3 games that didn't get like uh, updated PS4, PS5 versions, stuff that just stuck on there. So if I got the digital license or something, I'm going to want to go back, plug my stuff up and massively download like everything in my library just to have them on that hard drive in case I ever do get around to them one day. Because I know that store shutting down. I want everything stored away for the future. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that does suck. And, and I like that. I am surprised that they put it on such a short time time frame just because like if you wanted to go out and get the external drives and try to upload everything it would take time yeah, you know the, the tricky thing is with the ps uh, i think it's the vita is the newest one psp was that first one eventually at some point i did get the uh 64 gig card it was the biggest card they put on there and sony of course had their proprietary memory card that cost like 100 bucks when everything else was like seven dollars for a 64 gig card so I got that loaded up almost every single game that was worth a damn that I had uh, from Vita that was free or whatever. Had it on there, plugging along, going fine, playing some games. And then the card got corrupted, lost everything. 
And then oh, I started reading about it. Oh, and those 64, those 64 gig cards have a history of just eventually shitting on themselves and, and just failing. But the 32 oh, and the 16 gig, those don't fail, but you don't want to have 15 memory cards. But uh, as, yeah. as I was reading about the store shutdown, there's people that have figured out how to format and basically hack it to accept any SS or micro SD card on the Vita. So I got to look into that to be able to get all these games and I have them downloaded. Or if you, if you can't do that, there's always pirating. If you're below a certain firmware version on the Vita, you can do that easily. But they're, they're going to force people to do that to keep their games and stuff that they actually purchased. They're going to have to go around and do these backdoors and pirate stuff and hack together micro SD cards. It's just an extra headache for people trying to play their games. Yeah, or trying to do it the legal way. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can move on and just forget about can it. We establish. We establish Chris has a problem with change here. Like, oh, I mean, we definitely know this. Change? No, man. I, just, I, I, want, I don't want to lose stuff. I'll find myself changing, but I Wait. want myself to keep coming with me. Does it does it count <laughs> if you don't want to lose stuff? If you lose it yourself, because you've lost like years of years and years of video games into that black hole that's a wallet of yours so does it count man that's a different kind of loss that's a monetary yeah. loss <laughs> there's a whole bunch of my games sitting over at your house in a, in a cd binder too that you stole from me from dreamcast <laughs> i'm never gonna see before if you want to go there this you ain't buy shit <laughs> none of that shit was bought i bought those cds to burn those games too <laughs> you paid five cent you paid five cent for a bundle of freaking matter of fact you didn't even buy the CDs. The CDs came from the place we used to work at. You did not pay no, for any I, of it. I, I used to have a lot of C- for Dreamcast. I had a lot of CDs. I had those games burnt before I even started working with you. Dreamcast <laughs> ninety nine, bro. I started working with you in oh oh four oh five. Likely story. Likely yeah, story. likely story. I got the receipts. Let me show you. I got show the me receipts. <laughs> Yes, we were complaining about some stuff he burnt and <laughs> like twenty five years ago. You know those CDs are burnt, and I still got them too. Yeah. <laughs> and I still got your shit. <laughs> and I still got them too. And I still got my Dreamcast. I wish I, I really wish I wanted to play that more. Cause like the Dreamcast, I mean, you talk about one of the best things that ever happened that nobody actually really had. I mean, good lord. I, just, I got mine in my closet. I just hate plugging it in oh. and hearing that chainsaw go off and grinding. Them. <laughs> it's so loud. Dreamcast <laughs> sounded like somebody started up a motorbike and just left it running for 16 hours. Like it's the craziest thing. It makes you think, like, is it destroying my disc? Is this right? Can I, should I keep playing this game right now? Because it sounds so bad. Like, it's actually tearing up the machine. <laughs> that laser had to move around and do its thing, man. Those GDRs. I wonder who, who actually came up with that, that software, hardware. It's like, you know what? We're going to play these, these ROMs in this machine. Okay. All right. Let's do a, let's do a demo. <laughs> oh, that's, it's fine. That's, that's how it's supposed to sound. Wait, no. Fuck that. That's the right. <laughs> Widest we can get. Imagine if the the Xbox Series X and the PS5 sounded like that shit. <laughs> Playing like digital oh, files, it was cranking that noise. Funny as hell. Right. Uh, the PS4 sounded like a plane taking off for the longest period of time. And when the PS5 spins up a disc, it still sounds loud as shit, bro. It's crazy. It does a disc check like every hour. Even if you're playing a digital game, it'll spin the disc up. Why? It's it's some stupid shit. PS PS5 is built like terribly, I guess. But they got some weird software and they'll be playing and go and start spinning that shit up. You're like, wait, I'm playing Spider-Man and I have a different disc in there. Why is it even spinning? What the hell? So you mean to tell me the, the PS5 spins up the disc even if you're not playing a game from the disc and it's not even the game that's in there. Why? That doesn't make any sense. No, I have a disc in there, but it's the disc is already installed. 
I can be playing another game. Ah, uh, okay. And it just like a disc check. Like, what you got in here, homie? Like, disc check, disc check, full disc check. Just to double check you. So the PS5 is like a prison. It's, it's just in there checking, but like, what, what you got on my what you got on my books, homie? Let me check that's that. A, that's a discount double check right there. Oh, oh wow, man! Oh, I I got I got to rag on PS5 one more time while we're talking about that garbage thing. Uh, <laughs> they this this whole Xbox um what is it called smart delivery? Well, they, they advertised you're gonna get the the version you need of the game. Your save files are gonna be backwards compatible. Everything's fine. You just get it from the cloud. It's all it's all fine. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to manage your your versions. You go over to the PS5. They got issues with you know popping in a a disc and, and installing the upgraded PS5 version and then it downloading the old PS4 version at the same time. And and then if you delete the old PS4 version, it tries to reinstall the old PS4 version on your PS5. All this weird confusing shit. And that's yeah. They had, they had an issue right now with the the Marvel Avengers game came up with that next gen upgrade, right? So people were saying, okay, I'm playing on my old version, my backwards compatible PS4 version, technically. And I want to move my save file over. I want to get the new upgrade version. You have to download the whole PS5 Marvel Avengers upgrade version and have the old one, too, entirely installed. So that's like 1 billion gigs on your drive. You have to have both versions installed. And then you have to get your save file converted from the PS4 version to the PS5 version. And only after that, then you can delete the old stuff. And on Xbox... Bam, upgraded, done, safe file converted. It's all seamless. You don't see any of that. But on PS5, they're making it so complicated to manage this shit. It's, it's like a terrible, terrible way they set this up. I guess Sonic was like, you see how hard it was to make this machine? Like, fuck your couch. <laughs> like, they, they don't care about your life. Like, like we're going to make it hard for you to get your, get your saves. We, gonna care. we don't care how you plan it. I, I remember seeing it, and, and that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen, that you install two versions of a game. You got to make sure you got the right one running and all this other stuff. That's dumb. Yeah. It's a damn mess. Yeah. And they got issues with cloud saves. Uh, you have to manually upload some some cloud saves, depending on if, it, if it's your home console or not. So you could be playing on a PS4, and it doesn't sync your save. You go to your other home console. It downloads your old cloud save, overwrites your progress. Also, it's a, it's a whole total mess with how they have their their syncing setup and their whole cloud support is, is not as clean and seamless as Xbox. So we thought that Xbox stuff was a gimmick talking about smart delivery. And we would just think, Oh, it would just work that way. Give me the newest version. Give me the best version. And then somehow PS five, somebody de- decided I'm going to mess this up, man, pass that shit. Let me try this. And that's, it's just a shit show right now. I don't know, know if they can fix that or if that's just how the system was built. Um, it was, I, I can't answer that. I, it, it's almost like they did it on purpose. Like, seriously. Sony's one of those people that they're like, hey, is it good enough? Eh. All right, let's go golfing. Microsoft <laughs> will engineer that all out of anything. So, like, they probably double-checked it, triple-checked it, quadruple-checked it, made sure, like, every scenario you can imagine, they put it through. <laughs> Sony's like, no, peace. you're on your own. <laughs> we ain't dealing with this shit. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I hate being on this podcast and, sh- and, and scrolling and m- taking a stroll through <laughs> through Twitter. It, it's a bad idea. Oh, no. Don't do that. So, you, I mean, I'm just saying. This, it, is it the Alexis, Texas is. No, not that. Yeah, that too. But Alexis, Texas is trending. And then I'm like looking through these names, random names. Avocado, Colorado, Samantha, Alabama. <laughs> 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 I need to stay out of the internet. 
fill up Mississippi. I don't I don't know what's happening. I need to stay on Twitter. It's crazy. What is happening? Welcome to my life. I need to stay out of these news. Hey, Twitter Twitter has never lost. Twitter is undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. Uh, over there. But undefeated. Twitch Pro, what is up? What's up with that? You getting one, Chris? Twitch Pro, about time. Uh, uh, I need one. I don't know if my wife's going to Are you one. getting one? Uh, uh, no, probably not. I ain't allowed to. <laughs> I got I got enough shit to do around here. I can't I can't fit in a switch. I can't justify it. Yeah, you can just say, you know, it be sometimes where I got to get up and go to the throne, and I don't want to miss out. So can I buy one? <laughs> Man, that's what my phone's for. <laughs> I gotta I gotta I gotta save up some sympathy and some pity to get a new phone before I get a Switch Pro, bro. Oh yeah, priorities. What? Priorities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I gotta I gotta pick these purchases. I gotta pick my battles. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But no, that, that Switch Pro, though, if they do what the rumors are saying with the Super NVIDIA DLSS stuff that uses some AI algorithmic crap to like upgrade your graphics and pump out some 4K textures and high re- resolution things, and they really do make that a pro version of the console when it's plugged into your TV and still have all the portability features, that seems like finally, for me, that's the one I would want to jump in on if I got a Switch. That's, that's the one I, w- I would definitely have. What I'm worried about is you didn't have one. I had the original one. And all that stuff sounds good. It sounds great. Don't get me wrong. A, a, a nice new Tegra chip and nice flexible glass and new. That battery life, though, is going to be the first the first iteration you played Zelda an uh, hour and 30 minutes. It shit was over. <laughs> like the whole battery was done. Yeah, they got a, they got that Zelda up to like on the thing on the second one to like six hours or five and a half hours when it used to be like two and a half or two hours. So it wasn't, I know even two. It wasn't two. It was literally like an hour. I remember playing it and I was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna play an hour and 30 minutes. Is that's about tops. And that's with the screen turned on dark, nothing yeah, yeah. turned on, Wi Fi off. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have a, you gotta have a switch glow light. You had to put your, you had to put your switch on like battery optimization you, you you had to do all kind of stuff just to get through an hour and 30 minutes on on Power that. now mode. i will say exactly and, and now i will say it was probably one or two games that did that not every game did it but definitely breath of the wild was for sure it ate your battery instantly like it was no question that you were going to make about an hour or an hour and a half through this and you're going to need to recharge that's the one they always use as, as their demo for how how much the battery life improved on that next uh, version that Switch Lite. But I would I, I think if I had a Switch, I would probably prefer to have it on the TV. I'd probably keep it docked all the time, anyways, for, for like eighty percent of the time. Even though I hear a lot of people say once they get it and do the undocked mode, they like live by that most of the time. But my niece and nephew have the Switch Lite. I haven't like borrowed their version to play it or anything, tried anything on it. They got a bunch of random games. But if I got it, I had to jump into that Mario, get the, get the good ones, get that new Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Upgrade. You, you'll never play any of it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it. That's why I'm not like losing sleep over not having a Switch because I know that's the console that would get the least amount of play probably out of me right now. I will yeah. agree with the, yeah. the dock. So I know, Sarah, you have a Switch now, right? You have, which one do you have, Light or the, the other one? The other one. Okay. I have the light. So... 
when when I first got mine, I did it mostly on the dock. So I was I was just like they're like, yeah, the dock TV, great. But then you start to realize like you're supposed to be able to carry this thing around. Like it is specifically built really for that, for you to carry it around. Yes, it's great to be able to throw it on the TV, but you get to a point where you're like, I don't want to have to turn on my TV every single time. I can just pick it up and play it, you know? So yeah, it I, I agree with that. It, you start out one way and by the end of you're like, oh, I'm gonna try it a different way. And you get stuck with, you know, handheld mode. I don't know about you, Sarah. I don't know how how you use yours. Well, yeah, like because it was to me, it was just like a Game Boy, like a bigger <laughs> version of the Game Boy. <laughs> so it's just it really like, is. Um, it's like an updated 3DS. Take it with you yes. everywhere. Do what you got to do. Yes, or the 3DS or any of that. Like, oh no, no. Yeah, but yeah, like it was a, with the, with the was it the Wii U? Like sitting on the couch and being able to turn yes. it on and play without turning on your TV, but only for some games because some games wanted you to use it like with the TV and the the Wii U. We don't talk about the Wii U. We don't. We but don't. I know pre- nobody. Nobody really understands what the Wii U is like, except for Chris. Yeah, <laughs> who bought them all? I'm one of the two thousand people that bought the Wii U. You bought five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is the only yeah. person I know that bought seven Wii U's. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Cursed, bro. But I'll I'll, tra- I'll, tra- I'll do a trade for you right now. I'll trade my Wii U limited edition, all the games for it. If you <laughs> the Switch, bro. Um, that'll be a no. I don't want to see your Wii. No thanks. <laughs> It's we, but it's you. No, it's you. It's not me. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. It's you, not me. I'm no. I'm good. I don't. I don't think you can sell your Wii U to a blind man that's never seen a video game. I just don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put it in his hand. And tell him it's a switch. He gonna immediately <laughs> throw it at your head and be like, "This ain't no damn switch, sir." <laughs> like these Joy-Cons don't come off. What kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> I synced it. I think them oh, towards man. If that blind guy says I think that's a miracle. <laughs> okay. But, you, uh, did everybody hear? I know we talked about it a little bit, Jeff. That potentially Microsoft's going to buy what we're, we're recording I, right now. I am so afraid of that. Microsoft. Buy what? Microsoft may be in talks right now to buy Discord for ten billion dollars. <gasps> what? I haven't seen that. I haven't read that yet. They have the ultimate oh, chat platform. They're gonna own us. That's what, that's what I said. I was like, we're going back. <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh, I don't want no. to do this. No. Now, you guys don't. You, did you ever use MSN Messenger? Back in the day, they had file transfer, video transfer. Like, they had good features and they, and they started like tearing it apart and destroying it. But there was a time where their little Messenger app had some of the, the best features for, for a brief moment before other, other, other ones started catching up. I think yeah. I vaguely remember that. I remember, yeah, MS and Messenger used to be like really amazing. Man, that I remember that is like MSN. What was the other one? There was Yahoo Messenger, AOL? MSN. AOL? Yeah, AOL. I- ICQ. What? ICQ. You what? you What's you that? old, you should know about that. I uh, look up ICQ. That that was oh, old. you know what? Never mind. Yeah. I do remember that. Yes, yes. Do you remember it's, it was the, it was the chatter chatter that like would make that click 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 like real loud noises when you typed. Was you using a BlackBerry? No, no, no. Even on your computer, it, it would make these big loud clicking noises. And that's early on, back in the nineties, where it helped me like type a lot faster hearing that click for some reason, it's like a metronome. It would make all those like hard noises when you're typing. 
But it was, Nobody it was has any idea what the hell you're talking about, Chris. <laughs> what no, are I, you? I know about? some people that are alive from ICQ days, so I'm, I'm gonna have to bring some witnesses. ICQ was the bomb diggity, bro. But it was I'll bigger, just like WhatsApp, bigger in other countries. I think ICQ was bigger in Europe and uh, Asian countries, like outside the U.S. And then here, we probably stood st- stood on AIM and Yahoo Messenger more often. Yeah, mm, okay. I remember. I remember Mame, Mame, AIM. <laughs> I do remember AIM. ASL, uh, bro. <laughs> you remember A slash S? Was it ASL? Yeah. Oh, like yes. Those age early chat days. Jump, yeah, jumping in a random chat room. Jumping in an early chat room. ASL. What's up? Oh, shit. This oh. Like Chris is showing his age and the horrible thing that he did in, in chat room. Because, uh. No, everybody was, was ASL. Yeah. Right? I was trying to make friends. No. And you did not succeed. Listen, as a girl, I never ever did ASL because then the creeps came out. You could sneeze and creeps come come out on a on a chat room. You can't do nothing. True. They could sniff true. out. They're just waiting. Like female, just female, female, female. Wait, there's a female right there. Like, yeah. Um, you can't yeah. do nothing. Um, Chris, so you you was ASLing uh back in twenty tens, <laughs> huh? No nah, man, that, that wasn't that wasn't the end thing to do anymore in 2010. So what was it in 2010? Mid 90s. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember what what year it was in 2010. <laughs> what I was doing in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like 32 years ago. Right now. <laughs> you get that feeling like yeah, you can't remember what year it was at a certain point. <laughs> I know you do, man. You got you deal with that memory loss and. No, I don't deal with memory loss because I can remember that 2010 equals 2010. Man, you're making it sound so simple. Come on now. Life is simple. <laughs> Things are hard. Life is simple. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. So Chris is still running this show. Man, what is the docket? I think we went through a lot of this docket, but you know what I'm up to is the latest episode of Debris. <laughs> Debris in the house. Debris. Did anybody jump on that? All you guys talking all this shit that you loved, uh, that old show. What's that old show? Fringe. 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 Yeah, Fringe. And then I don't think I don't think anybody's watched the break except for me. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. And the only me other either. person I told to watch it, uh, she said it's not like French at all. So I don't know where you got that from, Chris. Uh that, that's all the articles lied about. <laughs> and, I, and after this have you seen it, Sarah? I haven't. It's on my list. I think people were just hoping it was gonna be like Fringe. Even because it was um, made with people that were associated with that, I don't know true. what like fringe means because I never watched fringe. But what's what what is turning out to be is it's like there's a new kind of not not monster of the week, but just new thing of the week that they solve inside each episode. So it that's seems that was kind of fringy. Yeah, that's so, that's uh, just a procedural. A, yeah, it's just a procedural thing. There's some overarching story that's always going in the background. That's like five minutes of the 45 minute episode, but the rest of it is like, what is this little thing we're going to solve? Let's solve it. Okay. Let's solve. We figured it out. And what's getting kind of cheesy, even though it's only been three episodes is that the two main leads just kind of talk amongst themselves real quick, like in five minutes and figure it out um, and stipulate stuff faster than like the scientists and all the smart people around them. Like maybe oh, it is yeah. this, maybe it is that. Okay, let's try it. Oh, it's that. Yay. I figured it out. You're so basically like, oh. explaining a Scooby-Doo episode. Like, seriously. I know I'm like, is this going to get more complex and better, or just going to be just solve the the magic thing of the week type okay. of show? Can't you just get lost in the sauce and be happy with no. it instead of 
You always want to make things more better. Why it got to be more better? I want it to be more, more deeper, more complicated. Oh, <laughs> cool. uh, oh damn! Well, <laughs> no, a deeper lore, bro. Not go deeper. I didn't say nothing like that. <laughs> I want that. I want that more information. But the stuff they're showing with the sci-fi in this is cool and all. But then the next week is like something different, and just move on to something totally different. Which I'm waiting for it all to kind of be more connected and like link this stuff together with the weird, the weird things that they're seeing. Like they're seeing cool stuff, but I just wanted it to be more stretched out. Yeah, and that's maybe what I'm hoping for or waiting for. I think is because I want to see like I want several episodes to come out before I get invested because I kind of hate for it to, you know, like uh, to let me down basically. I remember watching some of like WandaVision and trying to just scratch my head, being like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> like at first when they first started coming out, but like debris, I would like to see where it's going. You know? Like Fringe had like a pretty like main story th- thread through every season. So. Um no. I think you're misremembering Fringe. Fringe was pretty kind of all over the place the first couple episodes too. Like the first the first season was kind of like what like it was monster of the week kind of crazy it wasn't until by the end of the first season where it got like a really like an overarching kind of you understood where it was kind of going go back and watch them uh, I, we remember this is a weird thing because you remember things fondly when you love it but you forget about like i, I have the same problem with uh, game of thrones I forgot how boring Game of Thrones was at the very beginning, except for episode one. But I mm-hmm. love Game of Thrones. But then if you go back and look at it, it's not as good as you think it was. Uh, like, as good as well, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think knowing, like, in retrospect, <laughs> how good it gets, I think, yes, seeing the first season kind of like with that, with that hindsight uh-huh. makes it less as impactful it's like kind of like you said boring like fringe yeah fringe they were setting up the world in the first season that's so what there was like a, so i guess that i get maybe that's what debris is doing and maybe let debris do her thing look man i'm just saying you look back on things differently when you in hindsight because when you watch debbie does dallas the first time and you watch it the 33rd <laughs> time it's totally different yeah you start seeing more details and things i definitely watch it for the plot but I'm waiting for Deborah's <laughs> season one to come out. I think I think I should wait <laughs> until like all ten episodes are out, and then run it right through. Because I had the same problem you had with One Division, where the the episode of the week I wasn't following along as good. And then once I waited till wow. I had you know all six episodes, seven episodes, whatever, to run through real fast and catch up, it was fantastic mm-hmm. watching them back to back to back to back. That's because yes. you slept on it literally, like not I you didn't, didn't sleep on it because it wasn't great. No, you literally slept on it. I slept on it twice in a row. <laughs> What I didn't sleep on was better. Was better off the first start, first episode, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But I, I told you it was gonna be like that. I knew the first episode would be super high impact kind of stuff. I figured it was gonna be like Did you watch action-y. it? Yeah, I haven't seen it. seen it. Yeah, it's cool. Sarah got a life. She is don't it, watch TV. <laughs> well, is it is it actiony? I figured that's what it was gonna be. Action straight out the gate. There's a lot of action. There's some slow moments as they're developing the, the two dudes. They haven't met each other yet in the first episode, but they're 
all about some some action scenes for sure. Like they're they're showing their production values right out the gate. So I don't know if they're gonna have this level of money for every episode they, they put together for this one. But right out the gate, it was it was awesome. It looked good. It was like watching a little mini movie. So the production values are, are pretty high for a TV show. It's very nice. I haven't seen the episode like log yet or anything. How are the is the episode? How long was the episode? Like, I'm uh, I felt like it was like more to an hour. It wasn't like a Wandavision first yeah. like episode okay. thirty five. Minutes. I think it was closer to a full hour. So I think they're going for the full six hours on this. It's only six episodes, so it's going to be quick, but at least it'll be six hours. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to say that the. I'm afraid that it will go down from episode one because I, I can't see them throwing that kind of money at it forever. Like they spent probably a good a bit of change on that one. So we'll see how it goes. But you know, the good thing. It had a higher debut than WandaVision. So, of course, there's all those WandaVision people that subscribed and came along for the hype train ride. And now they're subscribed at Disney Plus with higher numbers. And now this Winter Soldier's debut into a higher number. So I wonder if throughout this whole year, if each show keeps up that quality, it keeps building and building and building. And they get up to like 1 billion subscribers that some random ass character down the line is going to have their own show. And it's going to have like the number one debut of all time just because there's 1 billion people you know, watching Disney Plus every week. Didn't think of that. That's that's actually a good point. Yeah, Your numbers would be going up. Yeah, to keep the quality um, up, they keep new, get new subscribers, and then they just get excited for the next show. And like every show, consistently has a higher debut than the last one. And if they have, like you said, if it's a random character out of this world, because it's like they're linking them all together, they want to see the next thing. They're invested yeah, at least. So. I mean, that's that's one way to get your investment back because you you're definitely going to have more viewership if you have more people on your service already. Mm-hmm. So people like people came for one division and stuck around a month, but like one division was in the middle of this month. So you pay for one month, you you would have got the end. You could have watched all of one division. And then caught the first, what, two, what's this, the second week, third week? Three it's gonna be the yep. second week yeah, but it'll be, it'll be three weeks before the beginning of the new month. So you'll get three episodes of Falcon. So, yeah, definitely it, it, it's going to you know play into how many people watches your stuff because there's going to be more people out there if they call, you know, Wanda at the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and since they've been so good at bringing these random characters and making them like someone you care about and bringing them into the fold. And giving them a good enough backstory and like linking them to these new characters and pulling them into the overall like MCU, they could probably keep that momentum going as long as they wanted to. As long as they keep filming these shows and having them scheduled out to like 2027, they can mm-hmm. just keep keep building and keep building. I'll keep watching until I get bored of the superhero stuff, which not not bored yet. Man, speaking of superheroes, I mean, dude, the the amount of superhero shows that's coming out is insane. Like. Marvel has their stuff. DC has their stuff. And then you got all these little, little knowns. I mean, you still got Umbrella Academy. You got Boys. Powers. You got Next. You got whatever Netflix is doing. They're doing their own superhero universe at this point. It's just like, at some point, we, it's got to stop. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's going to be some oversaturation pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Pre- sure. oh, soon. I'm sure yeah, we're already yeah. there. Still, the, the quality bar is so high versus back when uh who's that cat 
Who's that? The the the, the black yeah. chick, the actor that made Wait. the cat movie. Why why has got to be a cat, a black oh, chick, an actor? Halle Berry. I'm trying to go. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catwoman, <laughs> right? They're not releasing the quality like that all the time. That I, that shouldn't be quality. You can't use it in the same sentence. I was but, saying like, what did you watch that movie? That's a horrible <laughs> I mean, movie. Like, the the comic stuff coming out is not to that level of shit tier uh, show anymore. Like all the stuff coming out, mm-hmm. most of it is pretty good. I think Amazon's uh, got good stuff. Uh, HBO. There's a lot of good shit on every service. Look, Fox put out some shit tastical movies over the last decade. Well, I ain't counting that. I didn't say last decade. I'm talking about like today. Go on your apps. Everybody got some comic shit to show you. That's true. Preacher, uh, the stuff on Netflix, like all over the place. AMC, everybody's doing some kind of comic thing. Yeah. Which is, okay. you, I guess you could say it's oversaturation because almost, like the, I would say, the majority of what I'm watching when I open up one of these apps. Is I'm trying to bounce around either finish a show or one of these comic book movies or finish the Snyder Cut. I'm watching something comic related, it seems, everywhere. That's true. Very true, very fair. Everybody has one. Everybody's making more and then more and more. And it's like, they're, they're, at some point, it's something has to give because there's, I know there's enough room for content because like, that's why all these companies are going to streaming. They they have to feel their air because it's not like TV where you're going to twelve o'clock and you hit that and you go to sleep. You got to have no, something on end. every hour of every minute on demand, right? So you got to have something for everybody. So I, I see why we have so much, but it's just strange, like like the fact that it, you got five companies making their own universes of superheroes at this point, and that's not even considering how many different versions and characters and movies and TV shows and all this stuff in between is it is oversaturated already. It's kind of hard to keep up at this point. Well, and you like some of them have failed miserably or just couldn't even get started. Like, remember that they try to make, they weren't superheroes, but they tried to, um, the dark universe. They try to make the monsters like almost like, Oh yeah. It was, crash and burn all like first movie in <laughs> but like they were the dark um god who is that universal universal. Yeah, universal tried to put that stuff together with frank yeah. the mummy they're they, gonna tie it all together but then yeah that one with tom cruise just like failed out the gate so they're like oh we're gonna shut this down right. and and like yeah and it was monster geared but it, but it was like monsters but they used like a superhero format almost made them like superheroes in a way it was really very bizarre and like i was like you're trying to make your own Throwing Avengers with the monsters. Yeah. Man, you think there's going to be some kind of like Atari 1980s uh, crash of the superhero genre and everything's yeah. going to come mm-hmm. down. People are going to be like, no more superheroes. Yeah, I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's probably coming pretty soon. But, you know, forget all that. I don't really care. Best best superhero movie ever. The League of uh, Extraordinary, Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, man. <laughs> That's Why the only league we need to mess with. Fuck the Justice League. Man, we don't need the JOA or the JOL or the, the, the anything. We all we need, we don't need the JLA, the JLB, nothing. We need the league. That's all we need. Now, was that Sean Connery? Sean, yeah, they I'm Sean dirty. Connery. Man, he the best man. I think that was some guy had a magic movie. cocaine in there. No, he a little bit more that. Did you say magic okay. cocaine? No, <laughs> Magic Cane. Didn't somebody have a cane like Jude Law have a cane or somebody? In that Bro, movie? we wasn't watching Dolomite. We were watching the league. No. There was no, a Magic Cane. No, not only pimps have canes, but, but people in Britain have canes. 
and there's sugar cane down south too. So there's canes all over the place. I'm gonna tell you one thing. If you come to me, I'm gonna slap you. If you mess with my queen, I'm Dolomite. No, no, I, I gotta watch the movie because I know oh, that right. it's not a good impression of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Dolomite is my name. <laughs> Dolomite is my name. Slapping is my game. <laughs> I think we it's know all the rules. Uh, yeah, the rails. We are derailed. We're heading for the edge of the bridge. We're about to fall over into the river. But you know, we should, we could use this time for Jeff to have a couple more hours before he goes to bed. Try to finish the Snyder Cut for Sarah to get started on the Snyder Cut. I plan on it. I think I'm going to go ahead and knock out the last. I'm going to try to knock out at least an hour here in a second and finish it off. But no promises. But I might crack a Modelo and try to see what I can do for an hour. Well, everybody's homework for next week. Finish it up. And then we could watch. We could talk some spoilers. See what you thought. Spoilers it is. Spoilers it is. Always. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, do all the good stuff. Hit up Sarah at Sarah on Twitter. Jeff at Jeff on Twitter. Me at Chris on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us for all the latest uh, mainstream news. That's all I got, bro. Send us an email. Talk to us. Hit us up. Send us a comment. All that good stuff. And that's about Thank that. Thank you. We'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the mainstream. Chris is always like, I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I need assistance. Assistance Somebody on help. Somebody help me. Help. Help. <laughs>